Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Also decided to retire. He is now moving on to the front office of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now Coach Boyles is now the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What a wild ride Tampa Bay has been on. Tom Brady retires, unretires. False report he retired, but he retired. Now Bruce Arians retires, but says the relationship is good. So did Tom Brady really force Todd Bo- or uh, Bruce Arians to go to the front office? Did he want Todd Boyles to be the head coach all along? Did he want somebody else? Did he actually want to be traded and all this could have been avoided if he actually would have gotten traded? It never stops with Tom Brady. And we're going to discuss all of that today on the Coach Steve Show podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast. Before we dive into everything we're going to talk about with Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Bruce Arians and Coach Boyles and everything going on there, please make sure if you're watching the video version, please hit the like button and the subscribe button. It just helps out the algorithm that I do not understand because that is way above my pay rate. Yes, I am out of YouTube jail. Probably the last time I said that, I am out of YouTube jail for something stupid. Uh, that everybody else does or puts in their bios that they flagged me for. So it is what it is. I am back. So please hit the like button, the subscribe button. If you're listening to the podcast in audio form, it can be found wherever you listen to your podcast. Please make sure you follow it, rate it, be a friend, tell a friend on Apple, leave it a review. A five-star review would be great to just click on that. That would be utterly fantastic. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by the Belly Up Media Network. It was called Belly Up Sports, but they've changed it to Belly Up Media because there is something out there for everybody, not just sports. 
there's something out there for everybody. So if you go to Belly Up right now, I still think it's BellyUpSports.com. Just go to BellyUpSports.com and check out everything there. Be greatly appreciated. And the podcast is also brought to you by Coach Stone Football. And it's back to the basics, books, and drills. All you football coaches, you're looking to get more simple. Simply. To get more simply. Yes, that's that's what it is. So go to CoachStoneFootball.com and check out his Back to the Basics. Joe Manos, his very first book is over 500 pages. Um, so all you football coaches, you will never have to look up another drill again. I promise you. Thank you, Coach Stone, for sponsoring the podcast. So... It's been quite the offseason all over the NFL. I did not do a podcast episode on Tom Brady retiring because, quite frankly, I didn't believe it. Um, and, you know, the reports of him, you know, I like Adam Schefter. We all get our NFL news from Adam Schefter. I don't care who you are. You get it from him, Ian Rappaport, whoever. So we have to follow. We have to trust that his sources. He's done this a long time. If you go listen to him on different podcasts talking about it, he's like, hey, I got sources. I reached out and tried to talk about it. This is what I got. And so him being retired, I didn't believe. Um, now, as it was going on, you know, like he said he was retired. And then as days go on, you start to think he is retired. He is retired. Hopefully he doesn't pull a Tom or a Brent Favre. But then he comes out of retirement. Now, since he had gotten to Tampa Bay, you have heard rumblings on his relationship with Bruce Arians. I like Bruce Arians. Let's start this off. I like Bruce Arians. I would love to have a conversation with him. I think he's a great football mind. He's a great football coach. His resume speaks for itself. But he, since he is an old-school coach, he has been in different spots. He has been a head coach. Uh, you know, of Arizona Cardinals, then the head coach, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's won some games. He's won some Super Bowls as an assistant. And then he finally got one last year as a head coach. He does have the old school mentality. And sometimes you need that, you know, coaches are more like that than we want to admit. Yes, we do adapt. But Bruce Arians is what we call an old school coach. If you watch him, especially on um, All or Nothing on Amazon Prime, you'll see how he is a old school mentality type of coach and there's nothing wrong with that he does have his way or the highway type of mentality uh, does have a good offensive mind but he and Tom Brady they're just apparently apparently they got along as people as Tom Brady and Bruce Arians as people like each other but when you heard rumblings, especially when he was first there, when they were struggling in the first half of their Super Bowl run, when they were struggling that first half of the season, it became rumbling of Tom Brady and Bruce Arians not really getting along, whether it was culture stuff, whether it was offensive philosophy stuff, because Bruce Arians likes to throw it over the top of people. Now, Tom Brady could do that, but we got to remember, Tom Brady is older. He has done things with the New England Patriots, and he's seen what it takes to be able to win. So that's where this whole thing is very interesting because Tom Brady decided, you know, to leave New England Patriots. Now, let's talk about the two places. Boston is blue-collar, hardworking. There's politics all over. It's a huge sports place. They love their Boston Red Sox. They love their New England Patriots. Some might, you know, it's just a huge sports place. Bad weather. 
hardworking people. I'm not saying Tampa Bay doesn't have hardworking people, but that's what you start to think about when you think of Boston. It comes from a coach that's very culture-ridden, that's very hush-hush, that's very, we, we, you know, I know he doesn't wear a tie, but the expression is like we, we sit up straight with our ties on and everything else. We don't talk to the media on certain things. Bill Pelichick just, he'll sit there and either just not answer the question or he'll just say, sure. And that's it. That's all he will say. To go to Tampa where it's, oh my gosh, it's it's 10 a.m. I haven't had a drink yet. Oh, we're not at the beach yet. Oh, we're not partying. This is a place for Tom Brady to retire, even though I think he should retire at New England Patriot. But what I mean is retired to Florida because you saw what happened when he won the Super Bowl. It's just different places. And then you go to Tampa Bay Buccaneers who has won games. You know, they won a Super Bowl before. So it's not like they've never done that before. But it's a place now where it's a different culture. It's different viewpoints. And I think Tom Brady wanted to explore that. But regardless of why Tom Brady wanted to leave Tampa Bay, you can't. That is ingrained in him as long as he's been in New England. He knows what it takes to win. So when he gets to Tampa Bay, the thought is he's going to be brought in a lot on offensive stuff. He's going to be brought in a lot of culture stuff. And I'm not saying that Bruce Arians doesn't have culture stuff. I think you do to be a head coach, especially in the NFL. I Obviously, I think you do. But I think there's also creative differences with Tom Brady and, and Bruce Arians on what is it going to take to win? What kind of decisions are we going to make here? Uh, I've seen this culture. Wise. So as, as much as Tom Brady may, may, I don't think Tom Brady hates Bill Belichick. But whatever little animosity there is, whatever little spat, this and that that they have, he can't, you're not going to take the Bill Belichick, New England Patriot, out of Tom Brady fully. You'll take it out of him from a media side. You'll take it out of him from outside the arena, outside of football. You will take that out of him. He'll say more. In media. He's on a podcast. I don't know if Bill Belichick would allow someone to be on a podcast. That type of stuff. But the culture building, what it takes to win, what you know, what are they gonna do on offense? You're not gonna take that out of Tom Brady. And I think Tom Brady wanted full on control. He wanted to be LeBron James. We've seen what LeBron James can do making moves as a player, general manager type of person, and it doesn't always go well. I think Tom Brady wants that on offense. I think he wants big input on some of the culture stuff. I think he wants a big input on what happens in the offense. So where we get a little confused on this spat between them is, I believe Bruce Arians even said like, hey, yeah, we tried to do some things that I wanted to do, but I also took a step back and said, okay, Tom, what are you comfortable with? Because Bruce Arians likes to air it out. He likes to throw deep. He likes to do this. Tom Brady can, but this isn't young Tom Brady. This is a younger or an older Tom Brady. He is very good at play action and then throwing over the top. He's very good at short throws, intermediate throws, dig routes, shallow routes, those type of things. He's very good at checking into things like that and then opens up and throws it deep. And you saw that they started to adapt the Super Bowl run halfway through the year I think, I believe it was almost exactly halfway through the year, if not a game or two over. They started to really adapt the offense. And then you saw it last year. Now, they had injuries and everything else. Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay for the weather. I think he wanted a new change of scenery. 
He wanted weapons because Tom Brady's getting to a point now in his career where he needs... Tom Brady's had talent in New England on offense. But he's also had some players who necessarily were not top. You know what I mean? Like, he's always had one. So he might have Randy Moss. Like, those type of teams had players all over. But there's times where he just maybe had Gronk, and that was it. You know, didn't have some of these dynamic wide receivers because of injuries. And still has had to distribute the ball around. But he was younger. He's at a point now where he actually needs weapons. He needs these wide receivers. There's nothing wrong with that. Football is way different thing to talk about than basketball because Tom Brady can't sit there and run the ball himself. He can't sit there and block. can't sit there and run the route for them. All he can do is try to put people in the right situation. So Tom Brady, I think, wanted control of the offense. He wanted control of uh, culture stuff. And so I think that's where he and Bruce Aarons may have butted heads. Um, and it's different. Maybe he could say some of these things to Bill Belichick because there was that relationship built already. Even though he might know Bruce Arians, you don't know him that well to maybe butt heads like that. Uh, Bruce Arians is that old school type of thing. Now, and you saw, you've seen it all the time, but you really saw it with the Antonio Brown thing where he was just like, screw it, you want to go, go. Now, I'm on Bruce Arians' side with the Arian Brown, you know, Antonio Brown thing because Antonio Brown is just, he's got a few screws missing. You know, some nails have fallen out of that guy. Like, I don't, good, get him out of there. You don't want him there. There's something wrong. Not joking about concussions, but man, something is wrong with Antonio Brown. And so you just have seen this built up a little bit. And then this offseason where he was really considering retirement. I think he unretired for, I think this is how it all went down. I think he actually wanted to retire. I do. I think there was that point where he feels like he's healthy. You know, he's healthy. He's got money. His wife makes more money than him, but he's got endorsements. He's got money. He's at a, he's healthy. He's not walking away with a broken leg. He's not walking away with a concussion. He's not walking away with anything else. He's healthy. He's what else can you prove? And I think that part of him was I think for him as a competitor when when it starts to creep into your mind about retirement, because you hear these professional athletes talk about it all the time, when it starts to creep in that maybe you should retire, they worry that when that starts to happen, they're not going to prepare the same. You know, they're going to have some doubt that they've never had before. So you might as well just go. And it's hard to retire on top. I know he and Peyton Manning had a rivalry. Peyton Manning got to retire as a Super Bowl winner, but he had the number one defense behind him. Remember, he did not play that well that year. Tom Brady may not have the number one defense behind him. Now, in the NFC, he has a shot to get to the Super Bowl. But it's very hard, and that's an amount of pressure that you don't want to put yourself under to say, I have to retire as a Super Bowl champion. So I think he actually wanted to retire. But then I think with it getting leaked out, that bothered him. And then saying, well, I guess I have to retire. So he retired. I think this is all mixed together. Um I also think he wanted traded because reports coming out now about how he wants to want maybe wanted to go to Miami, and bef- and then Miami now has Tyreek Hill, which is huge. That's going to hurt the Kansas City Chiefs more than people think it is. But now they have Tyreek Hill, so I think they were trying to show like, hey, Tom Brady, you could come here to Miami, but Tampa Bay is not going to trade Tom Brady. They're going to try to reload weapons. So when he came out of retirement. 
Um, I think he tried to show his hand as well. So I think he was kind of forced to retire earlier than what he wanted. I also think he either wanted Bruce Arians out, maybe a different coach in. I also think he wanted gone. And when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers weren't going to do that, he just said, screw it, I'll retire then. I'm in a Because I think he was at a point where he'd be comfortable. Aaron Rodgers has talked about it. Taking that time away to see maybe what retirement would look like. So that way he has – people give him crap for this. I think Aaron Rodgers – tackling that to foresee because think about your, our own lives like what are we going to do when we're I mean we'll probably have to work till we're 70 or 80 now but when we retire what are we going to do and I think that's what he was looking at was well some of these people that retire from professional sports don't know what they're doing people get lucky they get into broadcasting people do like what Pat McAfee does they get those and then there's some that go broke some you never hear from again. Some they just don't know what they're going to do. They have no idea. So he's branching out saying, what's it going to look like? So he attacked that quote-unquote fear head on, and I commend him for it. And I know Tom Brady, he probably knows what he's going to do when he retires. But Aaron Rodgers is now comfortable enough to say, I know what's going to happen when I retire, so now I can play more comfortably during the season. I think Tom Brady was comfortable enough to say, I'm going to retire if I don't get what I want. I'm going to bluff or call them out, and I think he was comfortable enough to say, okay, I'm going to retire. If I have to stay retired, I'm comfortable enough with it. But if something happens where I can come back, comfortable enough to come back and play. I also think he got tired of dropping kids off at school. I have to wash dishes. I have to tie shoes. Man, this ain't for me. I also think the competitive side of him was... I think if he had a... I mean, I'm not saying he had a one of his best years, but if he was struggling, like really, really struggling, maybe he could retire. That's where the confusion comes in. It's like he retired being down 27 to three and almost came back and won the game. Maybe that bothers him, you know, but uh, it is what it is. So I think that's a mixture, but I also think when he unretired, Tampa Bay probably said, because now there's reports and I think it was Bruce Arich or somebody said there was a timeline thing. There was a timeline that they had to wait for. I think they have to wait till after a certain date to where they don't have to do interviews when somebody retires like this. So, because Bruce Arians has never, and again, I, you read this, you hear this, there was no talks about Bruce Arians ever going up to the front office. But see, this could change. It doesn't have to talk about it. So the whole notion of, well, Bruce Arians didn't want to go to the front office. How do we know? He never said it, so that's what we go by. But the fact is, he never said it. He tried to go into the booth when he was the first time he was retired. And he just didn't like it. And so he tried it. He's a football coach. Now, it does look funny. It does look weird when retirement, unretired, there were all of a sudden there were supports. Now we had to wait for this timeline thing to happen so that Todd Boyles could be the head coach. But Bruce Arians probably wasn't ready to be done with football. So they said the best thing we can do is put you in the front office. And maybe this is something Bruce Arians wants to try to do, maybe. Um, so it just looks like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers wanted to make Tom Brady happy and say, hey, look, we're doing what we can for you. We know you're not happy with some of the things Bruce Arians does. Top Boyles is going to let Tom Brady be the offensive coordinator. Left. See, here's the thing with NFL and a little bit of college. Sometimes titles don't mean crap. They don't mean anything. Okay, there's more positions being made like, and I'm going to talk about me, for example. 
I am the run game coordinator, but at the end of the day, I report to the head coach and the offensive coordinator. But the thing that happens with run game coordinators is you talk about what kind of run scheme you're going to do, but then it's the run game coordinator's job to say, this is how the offensive line is going to block, but at the same time, how the wide receiver is going to block, how the tight end is going to block. How can you set up different things for the offensive coordinator? And part of your job is this, this, and this. Now, when you start to get into pass, pass game coordinators, you know, I think it's just the offense coordinator being the pass game coordinator and somebody else being the run game coordinator. But in the NFL, where they say, and we've seen it with the Bears, for example, well, because coming into the year, it said Laser was the offensive coordinator. But Matt Nagy said he's calling plays. Well, then he's not the offensive coordinator. You're the offensive coordinator and the head coach. Bruce, you can't sit there and tell me that Leftwich was calling all the plays. Now, this year, maybe you didn't see Bruce Arians as much with a play sheet. Sometimes he did, sometimes he didn't. There's times he's call, you know, he was calling plays. And so it's it's weird when then you say, well, Leftwich, then why are you naming him an offensive coordinator? Well, you name them those to help them get jobs. And Bruce Arians is about getting people jobs. So I commend him saying, let's give him this title, but let's be real here. He's calling plays. Someone can say Kyle Shanahan wasn't calling plays at San Francisco. BS. He's calling plays. That's why he has play shit. That's why he's talking. He's calling the plays. People could say Sean McVay's not calling the plays. Gosh, he's calling the plays. But you give people these titles so they can get jobs. So let's just be real about that for a second. That's how football works. And it's okay. It's great. You're giving them those titles to help them get jobs. And that's great. But I just want people at home to know, you know, the three people that listen or anybody that decides to watch, that's what happens in the NFL. So now it's been talked about Todd Boyles will be the head coach, just a way to get him to be a head coach. Cool, you're helping him out. He had interviewed for head jobs. I think he was ready. Cool. Now they're saying Tom Brady's going to be the offense coordinator, essentially. like They're just going to hand the offense over to Tom Brady. But what happened to Leftwich? He's supposed to be this offensive guru. I didn't think it was Bruce Arians' offense. You guys all said he was calling the plays. So is Tom Brady calling the plays or is Leftwich? This is a dangerous path when the player on the field is going to call plays. It's pretty dangerous. I'm not saying Tom Brady obviously can't come to the sideline and give input and he's going to call some plays himself. But coaches have jobs for a reason. That's why Tom Brady's not the one. He's out there and he's seeing the defense. But there's a different angle between being right here seeing the defense, and being up top seeing the defense, reporting it down to what they see. That's how football works. So we are heading down a dangerous path where if Tom Brady has this full control of a culture and full control of an offense, then Tom Brady should just be a coach. I know NFL's different. They can tell coaches what they see and what they think should happen and work and see what Tom Brady, you know, brought over from the Patriots for the offense or whatever. NFL is a copycat league. I mean, football in general is a copycat league. How many times as a football coach out there have you stole something that you've seen? Well, all of us have. I, some of us out there may not have an original thought in our playbook because we've seen it stolen, and that's fine. As long as you can understand, teach the kids, who cares? I don't know if Tampa Bay will win a Super Bowl. I don't foresee it winning a Super Bowl. But it is a dangerous path where you look at it and say, hey, Tom Brady, you're also the quarterback and you're the offensive coordinator in the National Football League. Now, if he's not fully 100% calling plays, cool. I think that's what should happen. I think it should be 
he's going to give suggestions. He's going to say, this is what I think we should do because he's been around the block a time or two. He, Ty Boyles and Leftwich will sit down and just say, okay, you guys take care of the offense. It's cool. Um, let's work on what we can do as a team. Tom Brady's got really cool suggestions. This is, you know, during a game, he's going to come over with adjustments and this, this, and this. Cool. That's what it is. But if Tom Brady's out there and Leftwich calls a play and Tom Brady goes, nope, I'm calling this, and then they start getting into that type of battle because Tom Brady wants full control of the offense and full control of culture stuff, that's where the problem is going to arise. You're just going to have another Bruce Arian situation with Todd Boyles and Brian Leftwich. Is that going to happen? I don't know. But if it shows that Tom Brady really wants this full control and this is the type of path they're going down, this is what will happen. I promise you. And it's not going to go well. People have jobs to do. You got to let the coaches do their job. Obviously, as a quarterback, especially Tom Brady, you can give suggestions, like I said. But this is a path that can't be dangerous unless Leftwich, Boyles, and Tom Brady have this conversation and understand their roles and understand what they're going to do to try to win because they are going to have talent and the NFC is going to be open. You just have... Aaron Rodgers? Because all the quarterbacks went to the AFC. I'm not saying the NFC is not going to have some quarterbacks, but you're looking at the AFC and going, man. So looking at this in the NFC, you're going, okay, there's a chance. You're saying we have a chance. And so this is what can happen. This is what, you know, you're looking at. So, this is just just this is just a dangerous path that they are going down right now. And I think they'll figure it out. This is just me from uh from the other side telling you what I think. Um so Tom Brady, of course, is back. Um and Bruce Arians is now the one who's retired. Uh, which is funny. Uh, so now he's up in the front office. And again, if he's in the front office, Tom Brady, he's still going to be around. I, but that's why I think Tom Brady does like Bruce Arians as a person. But it is what it is. Um, we are going to wrap up the episode. Thank you guys so much for watching and or listening. Um, again, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please leave a Check out all the affiliates in the description below. Follow it, rate it, be a friend, tell a friend, all that good stuff. Um, check out the weekly episodes. Check out all the other episodes. Uh, share them out and everything else. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching and or listening. This has been another episode. This is Coach Steve, another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast. And just like Bruce Arians, we are scooting out of here.
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.